0: Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Arion Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 103. What does ultra lightweight tents mean to you? This is the first part of a three part series on choosing what does an ultra lightweight tent mean to you and how do you choose the right one? With so many ultra lightweight tents on the market and with affiliate links running rampant on the internet, usually clickbait to get you to click on the top 10 best ultra light tents. Click here. It's a wonder we don't go nuts. So we break down each manufacturer that we have seen tried and true, who we trust, who we have used. We don't talk about a piece of gear unless we haven't used it multiple times. And to give you a good start, at least where to start looking first. Remember, the gear has to fit your backpacking lifestyle on the trail. We are now on Patreon.com. If you'd like to support Trusted Trail, please check out Patreon.com forward slash Trusted Trail. We would love for you to be a part of our Patreon community. You always get our Patreon, you always get our podcast first before it hits any of other podcatchers. We would love for you to be a part of our Patreon community and help support Trust the Trail podcast. You can also join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to Facebook and join the Trust the Trail podcast group and tell us what you think is the best ultralight lightweight tent that you use or if you've seen before. Or if you have questions about it, we'd be happy to answer them. This is where our group comes together. We love our group. We have we have such a good time with that group. I, I can't even tell you how much fun we have in, in our podcast group. Um, we could use your comment on the podcast. So join in and the fun. Um, you may notice that Ariana is not here. She usually does the intro. So I'm a little lost um, on this episode without her. She is on assignment, um, which I've been dying to say. I've been really dying to say. Like Ariana's on uh, assignment out in the uh, west of the, but she's really uh, working. Um, she had a work assignment. <clears throat> she's been gone all week. Me and the dogs miss her terribly, and so uh, she is not. She's not with us. So I'm doing the podcast solo tonight. So you'll have to bear uh, with me. I I don't have. As sexy of a voice as she does, and she definitely makes the podcast so much, so much more fun to listen to. Um, but we're gonna go with our three port three part series on our ultralight tent series because we both know this so well. We 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 love the ultralight tent market. We think it's getting better and better all the time, and and it's about time, really. Um, and so we want to discuss it. We want to get your feedback also. On what you you've you have used in the past, what's worked, what hasn't worked, or what you like about it, what you don't like about it, um, and then we will kind of put that out there for um, for discussion on our Facebook group. So, been a busy week, been a crazy week. I've been out in the airstream working on that, and trying to get that done, and we finally have had three or four days without rain. In Atlanta, it's the weather's breaking. Our pollen count is like in the billions. There's yellow dust all over everything, and a typical spring day in Atlanta, Georgia. But we are excited that spring is here. We are hope that you guys are getting out and going backpacking, getting out and enjoying this beautiful weather. And hopefully, allergies aren't so bad. So, Um, So let's kind of break this down and how we're going to do the three-part series and what we're going to discuss and how we're going to discuss it. So I think the first thing that we do is define what is a lightweight tent anyway. When you say ultra-lightweight tent, what what does that mean? Um, Generally speaking, generally, these are in general terms now, uh, your lightweight tent is approximately two to five pounds Per person so if you go out backpacking and your tent is three pounds you're not in the ultra lightweight category normally ultra lightweight can even get down under two pounds um, but for a general reference it's two to five pounds per person so that gives you a really good reference exactly what weight you're going to start looking at right away for a ultra lightweight tent Um, But there's a lot of questions you got to ask folks. So the one thing that we see the most mistakes with is um, people running out and they go right to the brand name. They go right to the best without asking some real key questions first about their lifestyle. And you remember you're in a tent, you're not in your bed at home. And so the bad habits you have sleeping in your bed at home are going to probably be with you when you're sleeping in a tent. Um, So before you even start looking at a tent, before you even start looking at it, the first thing you've got to, you know, you think of is like, okay, well I want a lightweight tent, I You know, that's something I want to look at anyway. I want to start my research with an ultra lightweight tent. Okay. So we're at the 2 to 5, 2.5 pounds per person, okay? So I'm going to start with a single tent, 2.5. That's my benchmark. That's where I'm going to go. Okay, well, let's ask some questions first. Um, you know, are you a tall person? Are you a short person? Are you a bigger person? Do you sleep with your dog? Do you sleep with your kids? Do you sleep with your friend? Do you sleep with your girlfriend? Sleep with your boyfriend? Do you want a two-person tent, a one-person tent? You want a single wall tent? You want a double wall tent? Double wall usually means you have a rain fly associated with it. So, uh, and I guess what I want to start getting you guys to, to kind of get familiar with is what is going to be your lifestyle on the trail and how comfortable or uncomfortable do you want to be inside a kind of a small tent when it's real windy or it's real cold or it's pouring rain. And so so start your benchmark. Just don't look at the weight first. Look at what's my lifestyle going to be like? What do I like? How do I sleep at home? Do, do, I, do I roll all over the place? Do I sleep all over the place? Because, you know, that's going to start helping you look at your tent. because there's a ton of them out there and they're all made differently. They're all pitched differently. They all get set up differently and they um can be be a real pain in the butt if you pick a tent that it's all about the weight and then you get in there and you don't fit in it so it's really important to kind of you know think about how you sleep at night first and then work backwards in choosing your tent so living space super important um our dogs go with us, so our dogs are going to be in a tent or when they sleep under a tarp. Whatever our sleeping situation is going to be, they're going to be with us. I can tell you, we have had both dogs. Ariane and I have both been in a tent, in a two-person tent. And I can tell you, who doesn't like it? It's not me. I'm okay. Ariane's okay. It's usually our dogs that don't like it because, you know, they're used to being spread all out over the bed. You know, they're just they're spoiled. And so, like, they don't like being balled up in the corner of a tent, right? So, you know, you gotta think about who's gonna be sleeping in the tent with you. If you're gonna be sleeping in alone and you don't have a a companion that you're gonna be sleeping with, then it's like, okay, am I gonna be putting my backpack outside of the tent? Is it gonna have a vestibule? Am I gonna be able to put my backpack in the tent? Do I use my backpack as a pillow? What you know, like where's my backpack going to be? How easy is it going to be able to get my stuff if it's pouring rain and I'm in the tent? Do I want a vestibule? Do I want something that covers over the door? How easy is it going to be to get in and out of my tent? Do I want a single door? Do I want a double door? These are all things to start like mentally thinking about before you even spend one penny on an ultra-lightweight tent. And even really a tent for that matter. But... This is ultralight because they're they're made uh, so differently. Um, most of the time, ultralight tents will forego the double door situation and just put the one door and the one zipper in there just to save weight. And remember, too, that ultralight tents can get a little markety, and there's a race to be the lightest and the most durable, but sometimes the lightest doesn't mean it's going to be the most durable. So you know, kind of remember that. So Think about your living space um, and how you sleep at night. Um, Of course, you you know, we always we always tell you to ask the three questions. And this is super important as we start talking about ultra lightweight tents is where are you going to go? How long are you going to be there? And is weight important to you? Is weight important to you? So we're talking about ultra lightweight tent. So right there weight's going to be important but how long am i going to be there am i going to be doing a long distance hike i'm going to be hiking the pacific crest trail am i going to be hiking the appalachian trail do i need a tent that's going to last at least six seven eight months absolutely so you've answered that first question or well you know what i'm going to do a really hard hike with some friends weight is super important to me um, I'm not really in great shape. I'm gonna be out there for a week. Weight is gonna be important, but I don't need a tent that's gonna last eight months. Okay. So that's a lifestyle choice, right? You already know what you're gonna you're gonna be. Um, you know, where are you gonna go? What geographic area are you gonna be in? Are you gonna be in the Pacific Northwest? Are you gonna be in the southeast? Are you gonna be out in the desert? There's things to consider when it comes to humidity, maybe you need a, a tent with a rain fly. Maybe you can get away with a single wall tent. And these are all things to, to like mentally think about before you spend $1 on a tent. And if you work backwards from those questions, where am I gonna go? How long am I gonna be there? Is the weight important to me? If you work backwards and then think about your lifestyle and then think about, man, I toss and turn all night when I'm in bed. Man, I I I'm a big guy. I may need a double, I may need a two person tent instead of a one person tent. Or my dog takes up half of my bed when I sleep. I'm definitely gonna need a two person tent. So those are all things to consider. So when you go into Your store, your outfitter store, or when you start looking online, you already have a mental idea of what your lifestyle is going to be. I can promise you for sure, 100%, a lot of people get on the Appalachian Trail or Pacific Crest Trail and they bring their dog or they're hiking with a friend or whatever. next thing you know, they're like, this tent is too small. And they completely went with the brand name and weight. Oh, man, this tent weighs like an ounce. That's a kid's tent. That's why, you know, I mean, it, and I've actually, I actually saw that happen one time. A friend of mine bought a kid's tent, uh, and he didn't test out his gear before he went on a backpacking trip. His feet like hung out like two feet, um, outside the tent. So although it was a really super lightweight tent, (laughs) it wasn't the right size. It was like four feet long. He's like six feet long. So you know what's what is going to be your what's going to be your lifestyle what is going to be that in which is going to make you comfortable and what are you going what are you willing to live with that that's going to make you a little uncomfortable what are the pros and cons of your lifestyle on the trail um, also we get a lot of questions about well you know are ultra lightweight tents four season tents um not in not in particular most of your ultra-lightweight tents um, are are three-season tents. Can you use them in four seasons? Yes. But you have to define what the fourth season is going to be as far as winter. Are you in high-elevation, alpine winter? No. No, an ultra-lightweight tent is not going to work. Why? Because you're probably going to need like 15 guidelines sewn into the tent to keep your tent from blowing off the mountain and you. So no, that's not going to work. But could I sleep under a tarp in the winter wintertime, uh, maybe in 22 inches of fresh snow and the temperatures are going to get down to maybe 15 degrees? Absolutely. Of course I could so you have to define what your your winter your your winter needs are gonna be <laughs> so for for most part an ultra lightweight tent is a three season tent just kind of put that in your in your in your head um, so uh, and, and a lot of times it's just because of the delicate material it's being used I mean these ultra lightweight tents cannot stand um You know 60 mile per hour winds i mean we even had our tarp i think we said it on the podcast we were up at uh we were up on a ridge along the appalachian trail in virginia and winds got up to about i would say about 50 miles per hour and uh it just ripped the grommets right out of the nylon so you know um um choose wisely when it comes to where you're going to go Uh, Most of the time, though, for our application, unless you're going to go up high in elevation in in very, very strong gale force winds, your ultralight tent is going to be fine. So, um, and then the breakdown of our tents also, and what we're going to be looking at is um, we are not looking at the best. Um, I'm just going to put that out there right now when we're going through our three-part series we didn't go with the best we went with what works and there's a huge difference um, I read a great article today about buying don't don't feel bad when you return quote unquote the best gear back to the store because you didn't like it that goes right into what we preached. On our podcast as far as your gear has got to fit your lifestyle I know i've said that a million times probably tonight i'll probably say it a million more tonight but that is i can't even tell you how important that is and most people fail out on the trail because it is a lifestyle choice to be out there so take your gear to choose your lifestyle. So, I'm going to give you a perfect example and then we're going to go into the tent, but I'm going to give you a perfect example of why I choose a lightweight tent for me because of my lifestyle, okay? I'm totally going to let um, let this go. I have what they call restless leg syndrome. So, um my legs, when I get really, when my brain gets really, really super tired at night, but I physically can't go to bed, um, my legs feel like twitchy. They're just real, real twitchy. And so I I can't get comfortable. Um, Normally, I just either walk around the house or I can't fall asleep. I'm a terrible sleeper, by the way. And But what helps is I lay down my stomach and I kind of like move my legs up and down. And very often i will fall asleep and my legs are still moving and that's how bad the legs are so for me my lifestyle is i need a high pitched tent i need the height of the tent to cover me laying on my stomach and moving my legs up and down that's a lifestyle gig for me folks i'm not gonna i can't sleep in a bivvy (laughs) <laughs> you know, and that's one of the reasons why I can't sleep in a hammock. Um, I would love to just sleep in a bivy sometimes, you know, but I, my legs, I normally unzip a sleeping bag if I'm sleeping outside, specifically if I'm, if I'm cowboy camping and I'll sacrifice my legs being freezing cold just so I can get that comfort of moving my legs around so I can finally fall asleep. That's called a lifestyle choice out on the trail. So when, when I, you know this, but it doesn't change for me. I mean, it happens all the time. It, just because I go out backpacking, that doesn't mean my body says, oh man, hey, great, Scott. Man, everything's going to change when you get out into the woods. Um, I'm, I still have restless leg syndrome. It doesn't go away just because I go backpacking. And so that's an, that's an example on a personal level of how I choose my gear. And that's one of the reasons why I sleep under a tarp because I can pitch it high and I can pitch it exactly where it needs to be. So I can unzip my sleeping bag, push my legs out and, you know, move my legs up and down. So that is a lifestyle choice that, that I use. So, Breaking down into what we uh, what we're looking at as far as our criteria for our lightweight tents. So, um, so we didn't look at the best. We looked at what works, and it makes no sense to have the best out there and it leaks like a sieve, or doesn't work, or you're taking it back in the, in six months. So, if you know, what's the point if someone says it's the best, and they say it's the best, like this website that I go to all the time. They said it's the best. It's the best. And you buy it because they said it was the best. And you read the article. And the article said it was the best. Click here. Click here and find out information. Buy the stent after you click on this link. And so you do it. Because, you know, someone said they were it was the best. And you go out there and guess what? It's not the best. It's too short. It's too long. It's not high enough. You couldn't pitch it right, um, you know. It you couldn't you know you have the you know like sometimes a lot of these ultra lightweight tents you you pitch them with your hiking poles. Um, your hiking pole didn't work right with the tent. Whatever that reason is, it wasn't the best for you, and so that's why we're kind of explaining everything tonight so you can kind of get a good guide on how you start looking for the tent that's right, that's right for you. So we we have a couple categories. We're breaking it down in the ultra light categories of weight, durability, reputation of the gear manufacturer and functionality. Huge, functionality is um, probably up there with weight. And why do I say functionality? Because you, you're living in it. <laughs> you're living in your tent. You've got to be able to find things, unzip it, zip it, get in and out of it, know where your gear is going to go, keep your gear dry, keep you dry, and make sure that it functions as a temporary home. That's basic. That's it. So we've all looked at apartments before. We've all looked at homes. We've all looked at cars. We've all looked at our, our toys, right? And then what, what do we do? What's the one thing that we walk away from? We walk away from what? Well, it's not very functional for me. Right? And how many times have we walked away from that because it's not functional for us? So that should give you a really big clue right there. on If it's not functional for you, it's a, but it's a super light, ultra light weight tent, and everyone said it's the best, and you're going, I don't know then maybe you should walk away look at some other look at some other tents and then you can always come back to it but don't be so quick to pull the trigger on uh, the price because the other thing too the lighter you go sometimes the more money you're going to put out to shelf for an ultra lightweight tent so so we're going to talk tonight about one of the manufacturers that we think meets those criterias Weight, durability, reputation, and functionality, and uh, we think that this this manufacturer is tried and true. And again, we don't even talk about it if we haven't used their gear quite a bit and really tested the heck out of their gear to the point where we tell we can we can tell you with uh, a very high confidence level that this is a good place to start looking. And this is the tarp tent. It used to be called Henry Henry Shire Tarp Tent or Shire Tarp Tent, but now it's Tarp Tent, www.tarptent.com. And for pra- all practical purposes, this is a great place to start. They just came out with a new tent. It's very new, uh, Backpacking Light. If you haven't listened to Ryan Jordan's podcast or Seen some of his uh, videos or even gone to the site. I suggest you go and check out what he has to say about the uh, Ian Lee tarp temp. Um, they just did a review on it. I've looked at that tarp uh, It is really much like the Z pack out um, that a lot of people have taken out on the Appalachian Trail in on the Pacific Crest Trail, but I'll tell you why I would go with tarp tent before I'd go with Zpack. Um, and so, uh, but but Ian Lee is a great. It's just a great, a great tent um, to to start looking at. But go to the tarp tent website, and on there you're going to look at a bunch of different uh, tents that really kind of run a gambit of what your lifestyle on the trail could be so they break it down in categories just like we talked about on the podcast tonight sleeps one person sleeps two people sleeps three people sleeps four people and these are all ultra lightweight tents that most of their product brand most of their product are going to be using your hiking poles they're, they're they I love a company that uses the functionality of multi using the gear The one thing I have to say about the tarp tent brand the tarp tent manufacturing is that they do They do two things Extremely well, they have great pitch locks and what a pitch lock is it's usually um It's usually lock strings that are on the end of your tent that you can pull to tighten or loosen, depending on the height of your pitch, how high you pitch your tent. And normally, you can do that very effectively with a hiking pole, which is one of the reasons why I love the tarp tent brand so much. And why is a hiking pole so important. Well, hiking pole is so important because most of them you can adjust this the size of the hiking pole. And if it's really windy, you can use your pitch locks to pitch your tent lower, to bring your tent lower. If it's really hot and humid, you can use your pitch locks to bring up your tent higher. And if you go to the website, you'll see exactly what I mean by the functionality of the pitch locks. The other thing that Tarp 10 does very well, and I really, really like the way they do that, is with spindrifts. Spindrifts are are notorious when the When you have not used your pitch locks properly and the wind is low to the ground, it comes swooping down off the ridge, it hugs the ground, and you get blowing in your tent, whether it's rain, splash, whether it's snow. I've had, you know, light snow. If it's light snow, and, you know, which is worse than rain, that light snow, if there's a, 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 the spin drift will take that snow and push it right up through the bottom of your tent or if you have screens on the bottom of your Of your tent and a lot of tarp tents do but if you pitch it right that that works to your advantage So they use that the spin drift technology along with the pitch lock that they have on those tents I mean just brilliant you can really custom pitch that tent almost any way you want to and that's that's all of them They all of them um, run that way so whether it's the bullfin they've got the notch for one person tents, they've got the Pro Trail, they've got the Rainbow, which I absolutely love. That tent. The Pro Trail is the newer version of the Contrail. Now I have the older tarp tent, which is which is the contrail. And the tarp tent it, they are all single wall tents, you guys. They are all single wall tents. And so you're not gonna have a rainfly on them, which I love. I love not having a rain fly. On, on my tent or my tarp, I I think that's just great. You're, if you're gonna put on, if you're gonna put in wet pieces of gear in your backpack, I'd rather put in one wet piece of gear and dry it than two pieces of wet gear. Because if you're if it's pouring rain and you're taking your rainfly out, you know if you're not good enough to take your tent apart underneath your rainfly, you know you're putting your your tent sometimes wet in your backpack too. So I love that about the tarp tent um brand of tent um, i took the contrail and the contrail runs um usually for about 250 bucks you could probably find it um different places uh it does have a bathtub floor so it does have a floor but that again it's it's all about the pitch locks on that particular tent you use a single hiking pole to pitch it one hiking pole to pitch it And I've taken that to 14,000 feet on Long's Peak in July in a massive hailstorm. And that single wall tent held up perfectly. And I've used it eight years after that. So it meets the durability standard. It meets the reputation standard. It meets the weight standard. And it meets the functionality standard because you can custom pitch that tent you can custom pitch it any way you want to Um, they've got the scarp one person tent they've got the stratosphere one person um, which i i I absolutely love you can take a look at the the double rainbow that's a two-person tent uh if you're that usually ranges uh for about three hundred dollars three three twenty somewhere around there um the double rainbow or We've had a lot of uh, people that have taken our backpacking boot camp class uh, that have bought the double rainbow because we love uh, we love tarp tent. We think that they're a, a great manufacturer. Um, they even go all the way up to uh, three people, the three-person tent. They've got the rainbow three. They've got the cloudburst three. And again, most of their tents, other than when you get down to the third-person the third tent, um, are single-pole tents. So when you think about weight and you think about functionality, when you think about pitching your tent in a rainstorm, well, you know, how many, how many, how many poles do you want to have to pitch? I mean, like, you know, how many, you know, like, what's your prep? You got to put all all my, you know, hiking pole, you got to put all the tent poles together. You know, how many do you want? You know, you want to. You know, I'll try to do the crisscross like some of the REI tents, which aren't bad. I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying, like, what's your, what is going to be your lifestyle in the pouring rain on the trail if it's pouring rain? I'd rather just have one one pole and my hiking pole. That's it. Boom. Set it up. And if it's raining, it doesn't make any difference because it's a single wall tent. So you don't have to put the rain fly on. So you just pitch it. And get in it, and you're dry. So I really super like the 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 tarp tent um, brand of uh, of tents. And I think that is that's probably the best place to start. Most of their tents are one to two pounds. The new tent is a pound. Um, Again, it looks much like the z-pack tent and I think they're probably trying to compete with the z-pack tent Although as far as durability and functionality, I definitely would compare the two and look at which one uh, Would fit your ultra lightweight needs better if those two fit at all again, you know, it's a one-person it's a one person tent they are making a two person tent in that in that series too so the Ian Lee they are making a two person so definitely look at that also uh tarp tent sir 1999 uh they were really a Pacific Crest Trail company they made their tents um, for the Pacific Crest Trail to be light fast and easy so that's their that's their start henry shire was uh, a fanatic Making sure that he could custom pitch those tents and he wanted one hiking pole to be able to do it And that's where he started in in the business 1999 2000 2002 was really the start and the revolutionary part of the lightweight backpacking uh, tents I even Dana um, design, even Dana designs. Their backpacks were starting to get a lot more lightweight. They started getting away from the A frames in 2000, 2001, and so really a lot of the a lot of the gear, a lot of your backpacking gear, really started looking at weight, functionality, um, and 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 speed of setup, and. And how can you get to your gear the quickest and the fastest and and they're very much focused on durability and remember these guys that started whether It's uh, Henry Shire or it's six moon designs or it's um, I'll even throw probably uh, ULA in there these guys started as backpackers, you know ever most of these gear manufacturers They're backpackers they're out there in the field and so when they create a new tent or they create a new a design for a tent for you they're not they're doing it because it worked for them so keep that in mind it's their lifestyle too that they're making the tent that's why you have to compare so many different um ultra lightweight tents that fit your specific lifestyle that's why there's so many designs each design fits a different lifestyle that they have that they've been out and seen um so it, they're, they're a great tent. Uh, I would take a look at the TARP tent series, the one- and two-person tent for ultra-lightweight tents if that's what where you're going to go. The reputation um, exceeds them. They have a great quality control department. If that tent doesn't work or you don't like it, or there's a gear manuf uh, a gear error or a um, a, um, a uh, if something goes wrong with the tent, no problem. They they their return policy. They want you to be happy with the tent, and they are more than more than willing to bend backwards to make sure that that tent is going to be right for you. So um, I love those guys. I think they're just they're just a great place to look. So. That is what we're gonna do on the next three podcasts. We're gonna we're gonna go through each manufacturer, tell you why we like it, what products they have, what is their kind of like their 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 big claim to fame for that product. Uh, for the tarp tent, I can tell you it's the pitch locks, which a lot of other tent manufacturers have copied. By the way. It's their pitch locks and the ability to control the spin drifts that come in and out of your tent. They're very breathable. You don't get a lot of condensation with the tarp tents. And if you have, if you do, then join our Facebook group. And I want to see it. I want want to hear your story. And I would love for you to give us... Information on that and join our discussion on that the other thing that with the new uh, tarp tent the Ian Lee that they They're coming out or they've come out with is that it's a pyramid tent and I love pyramid tents Uh, Pyramid tents really um, Oh, man, I mean just the the pitch the way you can sit and enjoy uh, It's kind of like a tarp uh, but it's you've got the better features of the tarp you've got the floor in it you've got a little bit more protection um you've got a lot more spin drift protection than you do <laughs> under the tarp uh and just laying on the ground like i do um you know again you've got the pitch locks that i don't have on my tarp i have i have a little bit control of how i can pitch it but it's more pitching it either high up uh, high uh on a horizontal line on the tree or low and i can pitch the tarp low but um the the uh, the Ian is really, it looks really good. It looks really, really good. And uh, I think we're going to order one and uh, go out there and test it and uh, take a look at it because it, it really looks, again, it's a pyramid tent and uh, it's it's just a great, great design. So, again, we're, we're not, I don't want you to think like we're pushing it. I'm just saying that is a great place to start and that's why. Great customer service, great reputation. Great reputation. Great quality, durability, they've stood the test of time, ultra lightweight, and you can custom pitch those tent. Um, and they've got enough different designs to fit um, your different lifestyles, lifestyle on the trail. So go ahead and check them out. Uh, we don't make anything. We are not endorsed by them. We, there's no affiliate link associated with that. We get nothing from that nothing zero and I want to be honest with you guys and let you know that that we're not getting anything from those guys so that just we're just being forthright and honest about that um guys thank you so much for listening it was weird not having Ari on here today um I miss her if you enjoy the podcast please post a comment on iTunes um if you can go to our iTunes Uh, Trust her podcast page and post a comment that would really help us out a lot It really helps spread the word and gets our podcast out there for other people to listen other backpackers to listen to the podcast Um, The more comments the more itunes puts it out there and 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 any other podcatchers that you you listen to Um, uh, Shout out to our facebook members. We love you guys Uh, And of course our patreons uh, who really help support the podcast rick jerry Shirley, Chuck, John Phillips, Gary, Suzanne, Brad Wolf, Bill Cottrell, and our newest patron, which we missed last week, Nick uh, Dyer. I'm so sorry, Nick. We didn't mention your name on our last week's podcast, but thank you so much for being a new member on our podcast. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and, of course, Radio Public App. Which is on iOS and Android. You can also follow us on Instagram, Trust the Trail, and of course, we have a Facebook page, uh, Trust the Trail, where we also put content out on that page. Um, again, our Facebook group is uh, pot, uh, Trust the Trail Podcast Community. That's tr- Trust the Trail Podcast Community. That's on our Facebook group. So come on and, and join. Um, the trail gives you everything you need. It's your lifestyle on the trail. It's not the gear. Um, Here's the pro tip. You don't find the gear. The gear finds you. Um, The gear will ultimately, you'll find some kismic connection to a piece of gear. And you'll be like, oh, man, this really works. I really like it. This fits for me. And when that happens, it's a magical moment because you know you've found the right piece of gear so do your research match your lifestyle to your ultra lightweight tent and i promise you're going to be a very happy hiker trail gives you everything you need so remember trust the trail we'll see you guys later bye